Welcome everybody to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Preacher's Corner Podcast. My name is Abraham Gomez and I am excited that you are with us today. Please follow the Preacher's Corner Podcast on Instagram for all the latest in episode release dates and information. Uh, please rate, subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you listen to, but also, more importantly, uh, share it with someone. I've received tremendous feedback on how the podcast has encouraged and inspired them. I'd love to hear what God is saying to you through this platform. Today, I find myself in LA, Los Angeles, California, the day after the Dodgers uh, swept my Padres, but I'm still here and I love this city. Um, and a little more uh, in detail that I am at City of Refuge, LA, on the, the stage that has been uh, shared by some anointed and talented um, people. And today's guest is a friend of the podcast. He appeared on episode two of season one. So if you want to um, go back and uh, get familiar with uh, today's guest, he is a teacher, a preacher, and is currently studying for his master's in theology. Uh, Elder Edwin Perry is the operations manager of City of Refuge LA a church that has over 17,000 members. He serves under one of the greatest preachers and communicators, in my opinion, of all time, uh, Bishop Noel Jones. You can follow him on IG at Edwin Perry. I don't know if he has a TikTok. Yeah, TikTok? No? I have a TikTok, but I don't know how to operate it. Okay, so then we won't mention his TikTok. I'd like to welcome a mentor, a friend, and someone who has been a blessing to my life, Elder Edwin Perry. Welcome to the podcast good day to you how are you doing i am doing good it's good to see you in this pandemic right yes sir <laughs> it's been what a weird time weird time so we're gonna start off with a few questions and yes, uh um, feel free to uh, speak your mind your opinion whatever whatever you want favorite movie favorite movie all times or current movies uh at all times what your favorite movie <laughs> coming to america okay there it is. Favorite band? Chord band. The City of Refuge band. There you go. <laughs> All right, then favorite song? Favorite song. Favorite song. Let me see what I'm currently playing. <laughs> R&B, right? Whatever. Your favorite song, yeah. Well, I am playing PJ Morton, actually. P.J. Morton, live version. Um, let me see. Love P.J. Morton. Yeah. Let Go and Let God, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Um, it is the uncut piano version with P.J. Morton. So I don't know the name off the top of my head, but all of P.J. Morton. There you go. All right. Um, favorite food? Favorite food? You know, I love a bean and cheese burrito. <laughs> there it is. Simple. And I, I, I'm Hispanic, and I do not like beans. Really? <laughs> Dude, I, that's my favorite. Uh, you know, a way to my heart, what people don't know, is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> and a bean and cheese burrito. There it is. Solid <laughs> and basic. All right. Um, favorite spot to go to in L.A.? <laughs> favorite spot? Um, you can find me before the pandemic on Friday nights at a five-star restaurant, probably like Boa, uh, let's see, probably like a maestro, something with a nice uh, 
elegant atmosphere. There you go. Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. There you go. All right. Favorite scripture? Favorite scripture, I would say um, Psalms 34 and 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. Man. Well, if you mentioned the COR band or core band as your favorite band, I think I might know the answer to this question. But okay. your favorite preacher? Oh, Bishop Jones. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Person who you would most like to meet and have dinner with? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. And why is that? Just want to get into his mind to see how how he began to envision running at the time to become a president. And how long did he started the vision? Yeah. And what was the first step of positioning himself? All right, Barack Obama. Now, what is a pet peeve of yours? A pet peeve? Uh, neatness. Okay. Yeah, neatness. All right. Just, um, I am practicing minimalist now, so I like everything simple, if you know anything about me. Well, bean and cheese burrito is very uh, simple, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanut butter and jelly yeah, sandwich. Yeah, yeah, very simple. My, my home is very minimalist simple yeah uh my office here is minimalist simple because what i'm learning and then during the course of the pandemic you know i've i actually discovered who i am <laughs> who, that i lived in my body for 47 years that i didn't know who i was but this course of time gave me revel gave me insight of who i am it's it, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, I, it's interesting that you mentioned that because m my first question to you is, how has life been for you in this pandemic season? Oh, wow. Okay, so, been a lot. I mean, I, it really doesn't feel like it's been eight months, per se. Yes. Um, but, however, in the, the midst of it all, you know, I can speak personal and then I go general. Okay. Um, personally, of course, in February, March, it was a fear because we didn't know. And then everyone has their own personal um, theories of what really, really going on in this world. So, of course, um, I stacked up on food. Right. You know, I didn't get the toilet paper in time, but I had enough um, to have, you know, because... I live by myself, so um, I didn't, you know, overstock, but I just bought um, a lot of food because I knew that we would be shut down for at least a month. And because of the, the poor leadership that we have, uh, you know, you know, you just be, you hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. So in the course of that, um, everything shut down, separation, isolation can't touch nobody and you know stay away from everyone so so I was since February March um, to my office back home hmm. and go for walks uh, probably twice a week just to get some fresh air um, that's before we realized that the virus they send is airborne so you know I don't know if that's safe now but um, my highlight was going to Ralph's and Target just to 
just to be around people that we can't touch. <laughs> so, so, but, but then, but I had discovered, you know, I had to now begin to have a conversation with myself because uh, my walls began to get smaller or closer and closer and closer. So I discover, you know, what I like to do, what I right. do not like to do, right. what's important, what's not important. So things like that I had to discover. Um, I'm really not a big TV watcher like that. I only really watch TV when when I'm in a a company setting. Correct. So I'm just like, I'm not a big next fixer just by myself. But, you know, so TV being on CNN. And I learned that was giving me anxiety, mm. you know, as a Christian, very mm-hmm. anxiety. You know, I I saw overthinking, you know, uh, Fox News, CNN, you know, um, it would actually scare you. And then and then you will begin to live in fear. So I found myself very can't go to sleep at night worrying about what right. didn't happen. I mean, you know, so things like that. So it's similar. It's funny that you say that because I, I felt uh, the same way. Yeah. And I shut the tv off and yeah. i just i didn't i listened to music yes and i listened to music for quite a long time every now and then i'd turn it on just to get an update but it definitely started um was in the back of my mind you know in, in my subconscious mind and yes. you know with that anxiety worrying what's what's going to happen next you know worrying about my parents and worrying yeah. about my family and friends and and i i completely uh, am with you on that um so how have you gotten through it? What, what have you been doing? Well, 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 you know, I started reading more. Um, and then I asked myself, so I asked myself, you know, of course, you know, we spiritualize everything. So I said, God, well, what you doing? What's going on? And then I, I, I believe it's a time for, for individuals to gather who they are. Yeah. You know, it seemed like God paused the world to work on ourselves. You know, sometimes we give words for other people, but I think this is a season or a period of time in life where you can become who you want to become. And when we are, are free to come back into the world, then we are a new person. Um, currently went back to school online. Um, just school being, you know, I'm old, so you know, you know, you know. I know, uh, you know, know. <laughs> I'm older, so you know <laughs> how they teach now is totally different from when I w- I was in school. So you know, um, currently back in school, getting my master's in theology. So I will be done what f- March, April. You know, so so that's going well. It's just now learning the same scripture, but in a textbook format. And then understanding what we believe, under you know, learning different religions. Um, just took the midterm about counseling. Okay. And so, so things like that. So I had discovered who I am and what I don't like to do. I know a couple of my friends um, who was married. You know, going through a divorce because now everyone is trapped at home. You yeah. know, so. So now you're figuring out who is compatible, what's compatible, what I like, what, you know. So so I think uh, um, pre-pandemic, uh, we was, everyone was on the run that you really don't know who you are. You know, we became a robot, a machine. Just at 6.30 when the alarm pop up, we just began to um, robot because we used to doing what we're doing. Now you have time to look at the cracks in your wall, 
the color of the paint on your wall, I mean the stuff under your bed. So the things, now you have time to identify some things that that would make you better and or, you know, would make you angry. Yeah, so um, really getting really uh, back a little bit to, uh, we were talking about your, your theology class. Yes. You know, we're talking about reading the, the text, uh, looking at a different form. What, what is something that you, you actually learned, you know, being in church all your life, you know, we, you read the word a certain way. What is it that, uh, that maybe enlightened you um, taking um, your master's classes? One thing that I, one thing, my last two classes um, is just we dealt with faith and hope. Okay. And oftentimes we pray in hope, and that's why something doesn't come to pass because hope is future, mm. and but faith is now. And then oftentimes we pray for the future and we don't pray in now faith, you know, now faith, you know, the substance things, hope, ED, for it. So, so once we understand the scripture and then understand the time, what the writer was writing, right. then we can apply it, in, you know. In context. In contents. But now, because now I think, I think we have to, purge what we learn and then relearn it based upon scripture Mm. because if someone taught you that was unschooled then you learn it uh, 25% inaccurate per se if that makes sense no it makes sense yeah because and then when I looked at all all of my old journals I was like oh all my prayer is for future but I never took the time out to pray for this moment. Come on. Because it's now. You know, I need faith now. Come on now. But we always hope. Yes. You, you know, and hope is good. So it's faith and hope. It goes together. And then we, we have to understand the difference. And then and then also counseling. One thing I learned, and it's very elementary, but it hit me. Uh, one thing that I learned that we have limits but God doesn't have no limits. We take on things that that it is surpass our capacity. And you have to be okay to say, this is something I'm not qualified for. And still be okay saying that because you are not God. Yeah. And then sometimes we take on burdens that we can't handle. Come on now. You know? And so, so, so that's a whole different um, subject. But now I believe most of us, what I learned that most of us are in a period of grieving because, be, because we don't allow ourselves to grieve. It's not always a, a death of a loved one, but situations in our life that ended. And if we don't have the period of grieving, we get stuck there. And then many people get depressed because the depression is an emotion. And then, and then if you don't allow that emotion to pass out, it gets stuck and, and then it gets clogged. And then it clogs into a form of depression. And then based upon, you know, we can, you know, that's all school. Uh, no, that, no, this is really good. I, I'm, I'm glad you're hitting on this. Yeah. So the, the question is, so why don't people grieve or they don't give themselves the, the time to grieve? We don't know how, and then, and then we never talk. We never, we 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 was taught to deny ourselves. 
in yes. the form of the scripture. But but in content, it doesn't mean to forsake yourself, if that makes sense. It makes sense. So so therefore, so therefore, because you expect me to be strong because I'm this Christian, and then because because as I identify God as strong, that we never identify God as tears, but because tears doesn't mean you weak. You processing and then you allowing to pass. And then how many people you know go to therapy? Because because therapy in our community is taboo. It's yeah. like it's something wrong with you. You going to therapy? Was you crazy? I mean that is the taboo. But but if you look at an individual, you know, and based upon their behavior is grieving. You grieving people is grieving things from twenty years ago because because they never had the opportunity to to let it bypass, meaning that I'm going to accept it. Now 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 I can move on with my life. Right. It's not saying that what happens is going to come back, but however I accept the fact that this matter happened to me but now it's easy to bypass. But but some people haven't dated for twenty years. It's because every time you look, you think about that last painful episode because you didn't allow your heart to grieve and get healed. Correct. And and I think sometimes people don't grieve because they don't want to deal with the pain. They'd rather yeah. move on to something else or someone else, yeah. right? To distract them. And and ultimately, what we end up doing is suppressing that and eventually. It, it bleeds out. It it comes out, and uh, in not the nicest nicest ways, right? Yes. And so, that, that, I'm glad you 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 talked about that because I, I want to hit on uh, a little bit about that um, later. So, um, so what have you learned about yourself, though? What I learned about I, myself. I want to know <laughs> why I'm single. That's a question. <laughs> I like. Why am I? I'm why I am in this house by myself. And then, then they go back to my grieving uh, because because I found myself just closing the door. But I learned that that I learned I'm really single. I'm single, single. So why? Because ladies, he's single. <laughs> because the thing is, my life, you know, you always on the go because it never right. it never was a a demand. But now, single is just not single. Is more now. I need companionship now. Right. You know. You know. We we. Grown enough is not always sexual, but it's companionship now. Like, okay, um, I need somebody to talk to. Right. You know, I'm you know I I'm zoomed out. I'm Facetime out. I need I need someone. You know, like um, I'm I'm a big YouTuber now. Like like watcher that I'm watching all these couples that I don't know that I follow <laughs> now. That and then um and then I I see them quarantining t together and be like wow you know. And, and I'm here by myself. You know, why? What did I do wrong? You know, that's what my question. What did I do wrong? Or, God, you protecting me this close mm -hmm. that with all these people in the world that you didn't allow me to run across someone? Mm -hmm. You know, that's and then, no, it was it's you because you pushed them away. You did a lot of traveling, though, a lot of traveling lot in your, of, yeah. your early 20s and 30s. And you want to share, life. With, share with, uh, with the audience what? what you did well from 20 well, well I, I was on the road with Bishop Jones 24 7 you know f probably six cities in a week 
um, cities, you know, states, you know, countries. You know, we fly, we leave sometime on on Wednesday night and come back Saturday night. And in the mix, you flying, you know, he preaching, boom, boom, you know, all over the world. And then, you know, um, come back Saturday night and then he preached Sunday. Sometime we leave on Monday. And then hopefully we can get those two days off, Monday and Tuesday off. Wednesday, 12 noon, 7 p.m. Bible class, back on the road. So I did that for quite some time. And then um, started traveling on my own. Um, before the pandemic, I just flew back from Korea. I'm not, you know, not sick or anything like that. But the thing was, um, you know, I was, um, I was in Korea when everything was getting ready to close down. And um, then all those dates that I was, I was traveling with the Unification Church became online. So I started doing a class every Friday night since March with people around the world. So, so we finished that course. So, you know, um, well, what he also what he also failed to mention was <laughs> that when he went to Korea, he preached in front of fifty thousand people. Oh yeah, yeah. Not five, not five people, not five hundred people, fifty thousand yeah. people. And if you follow the podcast, you knew you would know that Edwin ha, has a stuttering problem oh, yeah. growing up, <laughs> and when he gets up to to preach, it just flows. And and let me tell you something about that. That I got a, a message uh, from someone that their son had. Um, has a stuttering problem. Wow. I think they're like 13 or 14 years old. And she had been playing the, the, the podcast in the background and he heard it. And he heard when you're sharing your story and he told his mom, like, if, if Edwin can get up and preach to all those people, I can, I can get up and talk in front of my class. And oh yeah. What an amazing, an amazing um, story to hear how you, you, you think sometimes your story is insignificant, but it reaches people you don't even know yeah how is he doing now he's doing good he's 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 working through it you know but it helped him build his confidence, confidence. Yeah. yeah it's always some secrets um um if you the the fastest way take your time you know you speak and when you exhale mm-hmm. not when you inhaling mm-hmm. that's something that like when you speak correctly your brain know the process right so stuttering you one you are very creative so so you think things you know your your mind is always operating two um you take a deep breath and when you exhale you speak and it's okay to pause boom and do that and then another secret if you chew gum you will never stutter if you sing you would never stutter. Wow. <laughs> but I can't sing, though. <laughs> I know that was that. So you go with the gum. You go with the gum. <laughs> if you're nervous. But now I don't do anything of that. So how has City of Refuge adapted to staying connected with its large uh, membership? We are reaching more people now because everyone is at home. But, but we lost the personal touch because churches community fellowship and and we are working with the guidelines of the cdc of how we can begin to connect back physically with people because this pandemic 
had isolated everyone and everyone is not strong mentally, hmm. you know, and, and yes, you can log on to your phones, Facebook, YouTube, we're on every platform that you can imagine, we reaching more people, but, but that's good. But now we lost that personal touch right. that, that what I learned that seniors, seniors is at home can't go outside but Sunday was the only day where their activity to come to church to see their friends and then now they home some seniors are struggling trying to some seniors are struggling trying to um, um, connect to us but at the same time it's hard because they home now uh, it's, it's interesting interesting that you mentioned about uh some people aren't strong um, mentally. We uh, we do our like a drive-in service for my church in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess we were too loud, a little too loud, and the and the police came to let us know that you know to keep it down. And it turns out that the actual the police officer that came was a PK preacher's kid, and you know he so felt so bad that he had to tell us. Yeah. Obviously, someone called it in, but. Um, he told us that there at the hospital in the city that uh, our church is in that there are more um, 5150 holds, which is you know suicide holds, suicide watch, uh, suicide patients at the hospital than COVID patients. Very much so. And, and, and in this pandemic, it's it's been magnified. So you're saying you're at home. You, there's you can't go out. You you can't um, maybe do physical activities, and, and it starts playing with people's heads you know and loss of jobs the economy is is down right now and 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 so people are are it's it's causing some mental anguish yeah well as you drove up today you saw that <laughs> you saw what i have i'm dealing with outside right but you know i'm because because of because of the isolation you know we can call it mental illness but is but no, it's isolation because this is the first time that many people are dealing with isolation and not in and not in jail. So, so you know, we, you know, I get, you know, I'm, I think I'm very strong, but, but I go home and drain. Right. I go home drain just because I'm dealing with so many people, emotions that now is weighing on me. But I learned that. I have to leave it here at the office, and that's why I don't like working from home. You know, I have a have a separation. So, oh, if you want to give out your uh, your church um, website and oh. YouTube channel, so people can tune in and, and, and watch. Yeah, City of Refuge, um, many platforms. We have our website, City of Refuge LA. Um, our YouTube channel is Official Bishop Noah Jones, and our um, what. Our, our app is North Jones Ministries, and and Facebook is City of Refuge uh, IG. Los Angeles. IG is City of Refuge LA, and official and then Bishop Noah Jones Global. Global. Mine personally is what Edwin. IG is Edwin D Perry, and Facebook is Edwin Perry. I kind of like I'm off that for a minute. Just right. to keep my mind center, you know, I might squirrel up and down every now and then, but I haven't been posting just because I'm back in school, just trying to maintain my focusness. And then I'm not, you know, 
that anxiety got me. And then <laughs> I, normally I never would get, you know, excited about anything, but you know, it's, it's I feel that it's it took a toll over me. Right. And then I just had to shut everything down. Um, now I, I play CNN, you know, once a day, you just to get the updates, but normally when I'm home, I turn to, now you probably think I'm crazy, but I, I turn to HDTV just to have something calm right. planned because 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 I understand um, what's going on. I target, I actually identify what was going on. I said, oh, this, I'm, I'm very aggressive now because of what's going on, but sometimes you gotta scale back to find some peace in the midst of whatever storm that that we are in, and then and then build upon that. So, what do you think uh, has been the biggest struggle for believers since the whole pandemic started? Since they haven't been able to gather at church, the the wonderful thing is this: What have you learned all these years you've been in church? Mm. That's a question that. I think that's a personal question that you have to ask yourself now because because I don't think so. The thing is, and then I don't want to challenge, you know, this is probably a, a discussion. but No, no, challenge. Um, <laughs> it's not a faith issue. It's a health issue. Okay. So, so we're not separate. We can't come back because faith, but we can't come back because of our, our health. Right. And then this pandemic, um, they say six out of ten people – is uh, six out of ten people has an underlying health condition in the African American community. So, so that's that's now your diabetes, that's your health, that's your high blood pressure. You know, we have we are more prone to get it just because now our eating habits, right? And our eating habits is now beginning to judge us. You know, it's funny you say that because also down um, south, the Hispanic community, they've had the largest numbers of of of, of COVID, um, you know, uh, coming down with it because, and you're right, it comes to, to our diet, what we what we consume yeah. and diabetes, high blood pressure, um, you know, heart disease, you know, and I think that this is this is a good time to start really thinking about what we put into our bodies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it something that our health is judging us now? Yes. Um, I mean, I mean that's on a natural, on a natural level. Um, of course, um, our faith will hold us, but again, again, you know, we have to be realistic as, as well because, because I know a lot of pastors who died who didn't close their churches in the midst of. In the midst of the pandemic, yeah. you know, we had a lot of uh, Church and God and Christ pastors die because because of the contact. And then you have to ask yourself, where was their faith? Yeah, they believe God, but at, but at the same time, it's not your faith now. Now, now you got to do what's right, and you got to use wisdom. Yes, um, um, I get calls in, um, inside the office saying, um, "Sincerely, if you don't have no faith, because." You're not allowing the people to come to church. I said, "Well, no. We have to protect you, who are care, who's careless with your faith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Because if that's the case, let's go a little bit deeper. When you get out your car, do you lock your door? Right. When you go home, do you leave the door open? Right. So now, because you lock your door, does that mean you don't have faith that God will protect you from 
the bad people who will come and burglarize your place. No, it's just wisdom. Right. You know, when I um, when I walk down the street, do I just walk down the street with all my money that is in the bank? Uh, do I just walk it down the street with with the money in my hands? No. Why? Because it is mature common sense. Right. Correct. So now faith is the same thing. Now, you know, I have to have wisdom with my faith, you know, and now now the health is my health is on the line. And then and then. And then to take it to another, a whole nother level because I'm healthy. And then if I can, and then if I get in contact with someone who might have the virus and then I get it, I might be asymptomatic with no, with no traits of it and still remain quote unquote healthy on the outside. Then I can give it to someone who might be battling the six out of 10 people who might be battling with an underlying health issue. Right. I, I give it to them and then now they, they are in ICU. So, so now was I mature with my faith? No. So at the same time, everyone is saying home and then now, now you rehearse everything you learned from how, you know, 48 years in church. Yeah. You know, what, what, what did you learn? It's a great point. <laughs> Okay, so what has been a positive thing that positive has come thing? out of out of the, this pandemic? Me, for for you or for it, it, what you have observed? For, for, well, for me, what came out? I mean, I'm a better person. Um, I got a, a lot more gray hair now, but I'm I'm a better person. I I my vision was to go back to school. I couldn't figure out how I, I was going to do it. It seemed like God made time for me to go back to school. Uh, 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 um, I'm more creative in my thinking. Um, um, I'm not stressed. I don't have to, I'm not overloaded, but, 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 but I frown out my next move. I'm positioning myself. So when this is over, I'm a different person. I'm more wiser than when I came in. And then for the church, I mean, for the church world, uh, get away of the world the world with me and use and and seize this moment and and work on that dream that God had placed inside of you years ago yes uh, 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 um, he he kept waking us up in the middle of the night with visions and dreams so so now begin to work upon it don't worry don't worry about how you're gonna do it just begin to to learn about it now if the best school is YouTube and it's free. There you go. And and then just how to do this, you know, Google, you know, whatever I don't learn, whatever I don't know now, I Google how to, and then I fill in the blank. What does this mean? Boom, I fill in the blank. And from there, it's the beginning part. And when you begin to, to, to operate in a new lane, things will begin to come to you. God, you know, we say God has all power and he does. Yes. He will send people your way. You think you're going to target, but God is going to connect you with someone in line because because God will position you in the right place to to have someone to be there to take you to that that next step. I don't believe um, things just don't happen. Things just happen randomly. I believe in predestination. Yes. I believe God is sovereign. You Come know, on. if God had ordained the world before the foundation of the world, and then if God had placed everything inside of me before I even before I even got here, He got it all under control. So now I gotta follow my spirit with God. And then and then you think it's random. You think you just happen 
having a flat tire. It's not the flat tire, dear. It is God is positioning you to meet someone, and then from there, you, from there is your next level. But just don't let these moments, these these situations, these these circumstances keep happening, and then you miss the moment and get out of your shyness. Come on now, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we're so shy that we miss the moment. Right. You know that is yeah. I think shyness for those who shy. Shyness is very selfish of you because God has put a gift inside of you, yep. and and then when you realize, and 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 when you realize you so gifted, that that God God have put the God have put a gift inside of you. The devil, the the enemy will will put fear inside of you to do think to think you are not qualified right on, yeah and then because you think you're not qualified you're not going to speak up and because you're not going to speak up you're going to begin to get stuck and then sometime we are living in the result of us being stuck in a missed opportunity and now your prayer is something that that should not happen. Now, God, why? Whenever you ask God why this is happening to mm -hmm. me, now you got to ask yourself, where did I miss my moment? Mm. If uh, you know, because if everything happened before the foundation of the world, right? You know, but you know, where did where did I miss the boat? You know, <laughs> where I suppose I got off this boat somewhere. And you know what I'm thinking as you're speaking? The, the scripture that popped in my head, yeah. it says, don't despise small beginnings. Don't say, oh, no, man, it, it's the small beginnings of everything, yes. Right? Sometimes we want everything ready-made. We want everything um, already ready to go, and we just step in. But there's that in that process, in that small beginning, is where God really begins to teach us yeah. and, and work in us. And and I believe, I, I don't know if uh, Bishop has said this, I'm sure he has, but God wants to do just as much in us as he does for us. Yeah, that take it a little bit deeper, heavier. God will only believe you can go as high as you tolerate the pain. Mm, mm, mm. That's, 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 that's what I learned. That's what I learned. And you, God will take you as high as much as you can tolerate the pain. Come on now. So now, if you still worrying about people talking about you, you still at base level. <laughs> I'm so past that. But now, as much as you can tolerate the storms, right? That's how high God is getting ready to take you. So, yep. so, 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 once you elevate yourself in Him, you will see the demand of on your gift. Yes. But God can't demand your gift if you worrying about people not liking you. And, and you know what? This is the perfect time to have those small beginnings. Very much you're, so. you're talking about predestination. Yeah. But I, my my Bible tells me that the steps have been ordered by God yes. of a righteous man. So I, I just want to, whoever's listening, I just want to encourage you, just like uh, Elder Edwin was talking about, that God has put dreams in you. God has put visions in you. There's dropping things in your spirit that you know that God wants you to do, but you're scared and there's fear, but but you've been predestined and God brings, God will underwrite your call, right? He'll underwrite your ministry, underwrite whatever you set out to do, like you were saying, he brings the right connections, the right people to further what God has deposited yeah, in Yeah, I take it. Can we go a little bit deeper? Keep going. Because sometimes we have outgrew our, our environment. And then sometimes we begin, sometimes we get so comfortable of this level, but we have, we actually outgrew it. We yes. outgrew 
some some friends that around us, and that's why it's not challenging you no more. And then if this pandemic didn't challenge you to become better, you're around the wrong people. Ooh. Because the thing is this, if I, if you okay with me just staying at home and watching TV, you're not challenging me. And then, and then if you say we've been friends for all this time, and then you do not ask about the dream I told you, you're not challenging me. Ooh. So the only thing we have in common is going to Bloomingdale's. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the thing is this. When when you identify yourself as a peculiar people, and when you identify your relationship with God one-on-one, yeah. and take it out of a corporate sense into an individual sense, and then when you begin to ask God what you what do you have for me in my life? God have God is not creating you. He already created you. Yeah. So therefore, you have to now begin, okay, okay, God. I put it like this. It was Jesus had told his disciples to get on the boat. I haven't preached since March, right? So, so, so it was Jesus who told his disciples to get on the boat. It was a storm. It was Peter. He said, God, if it's you, tell me to come. Right. So, so, so I am willing because I, in the midst of a storm and we can identify storms in so many different magnitude, right? Lack, uh, frustration, depressed. It's a storm. If it's you calling me, I'm going to leave my present situation and to walk on an unfamiliar territory to come to you. And then sometimes it's the separation that we are afraid of mm. because now I'm scared to walk on an unfamiliar territories because now, because now what this pandemic did is put us all on an unfamiliar territory. Now we walking on water and now we want to go back to, to our old storm. Wasn't it the children of Israel? They said, Moses, you brought us out here to die. You know, I'm taking you from slavery to ownership. And then it's in the process of the isolation is pulling you away. Now God have to prepare our minds. Come on. If that making sense. Oh yeah. And then sometimes we are afraid of the isolation period where God is is isolating us in our own home. We we call it quarantining now. Right. God is quarantining us. He isolating us to to build us up. He taking us he taking our mind whatever hurt you get healed whatever you are afraid of get victory over find out your fears write them down and then begin to confront it because you can't get healed from something you doesn't address. Putting it on the back burner don't mean that it's healed. Is it'll pop up in the mixed time. You in love 20 years the next thing you know um you you be like, I didn't know I was this crazy, because <laughs> because because now it result of to what happened to you at six years old. I'm serious. Yeah. Because it sounds weird, but you know, a lot of the challenges that we see today, it is not happening now. It is a result of something um, happened a long time ago. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is a time where where God is pulling us into an isolation mode, into an unfamiliar territory to build us. Don't be scared to become the new you. Come on. I don't even look the same. Uh, do you know? <laughs> uh, as I'm hearing you speak, my uh, very first uh, message I preached in, in the pandemic was called Launch Out. You know, you talk about yeah. the uh, when 
when Jesus was walking by by the boat and uh, Peter was washing they were washing his, their nets yeah. and how um, they didn't catch anything didn't all catch night, nothing. right? And and so you know they were fishing in a lake, but there's a river that goes through. It's something that they're very familiar with. Yeah. I mean, if 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 you know you when you're fishing in a lake, your chances of catching something are exponentially higher right than if you go out into a vast ocean yeah. you know it's it's hit or miss but they were in the lake and didn't catch anything and peter was a trained fisherman right he trained this is what he knew how to do yeah. so jesus tells them to launch out right into the deep launch out somewhere different does just because you failed one time doesn't mean that you're always a failure. You just got to try a different angle. He said, right? go a little bit farther. Go a little bit further. Go yeah. a little bit deeper and, and try something different. Maybe have that same vision or that same um, that same goal, but you might have to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's not going to pass or it's not going to happen. It's just that you might have to try a, a different form, a different way. And so they launch out into the deep and they didn't, they, they had to call their, their friends and help them bring those nets up, right? That the blessing was so, so abundant. And, and sometimes that speaks to our flexibility. Yes. How <laughs> flexible are we uh, when God tells us to shift or, in, you know, we've been doing something like you're talking about being comfortable for, for so long and staying in that in that mindset in that culture in that circle of friends but yet God is calling us right pulling us and, and, and we're not flexible but when we allow God to speak that word and, yes. and to say hey go a little bit deeper to, you know try a different place you know doesn't mean that you won't accomplish what you're, you're gonna accomplish you just have to change your yeah, but 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 now now check this now they was watching. I'm not preaching. No no no, you preaching now. No no no, you preaching now because now now understand what they had to do. They was not the only one in that lake at that particular time. Come on. Now they was watching their nets, right? Yeah. So now they because Peter was a trained fisherman, right? So Peter knew how to fish, right? We both agree, right? right? right. And then now here come Jesus, who's saying, okay, go a little bit further. Now therefore now. Now, now, if Peter, because Peter was a trained fisherman, he knew where to go. Now, so therefore, there's other people in the lake, right? Right. So now, Peter had now became the eyeball have to go a little bit further. Now, meaning that now, isolate yourself. Mm. Be different. Yes. You know, let people look at you mm. and, and, and stay humble. Yeah. And then, because, because your blessing now, is is attached to so many people oh. because what you do is about to bless a whole nother generation he said because peter needed help to to bring all of the the fish into the net because because it was so many right so what because you tell god yes so many people are depending on you and that don't even know hmm. that they depending on you so so that's why i said it's not time to be shy you do you but then God, uh, Jesus elevated yes. Peter, right? He elevated because now he says, you're gonna be, you are gonna you caught fish all your life. Now you're going to be 
fishers of men. So bless them. And because of his obedience, God elevated him and took him into a deeper part of ministry. I don't know who yeah, we're speaking yeah, yeah, to yeah. today. And this was totally not the the avenue that we're going to. Yeah. But we're allowing the spirit yeah, of yeah. God to flow. And I, I there's somebody listening today that has something deep burning in their spirits that yeah. they, they need to launch yeah. out. Yeah. And then he said, follow me. Come on. Many that in 45, 47 years, I'm still following Jesus. Many that I'm not in charge. Now, mm. I may not see him, but because he lived inside of us, we got to follow our spirits. So now it might not make it might not make sense to someone on the outside. But because God is speaking to your spirit, you follow your spirit and God will lead you into into every situation he will leave you through. And then the thing is this, don't lead with a panic. Hmm. Don't lead thinking you're going to fail. So get ready to become uncomfortable. Get ready to have to go a little bit deeper. But in that deep is where you find uh, your calling and what God has set out for your life. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Even though, either you're going to be Comfortable with the lack or uncomfortable with being a target? Which one you want? I want to pound the table right yeah, now yeah, with we, what you just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we it's a, you're going to be uncomfortable being frustrated or uncomfortable in the unknown, knowing that this is the way of the harvest. Mm. Isn't that amazing? So uncomfortable is 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 on both sides. Yeah. So what side you want to be on? That's oh. all what I'm saying. But man, but now I understand God will take you as high as you can tolerate the pain. Oh. <laughs> man, I, I mean, think that's about a, it. That's a word. That is a think word for me. I'm going to be crying miserably or I'm going to be crying because now I'm so high up that I figure out I'm alone. Which one? But I'm not going back. I'm not going back to Egypt. Come on now. And then, and then if you talk about Egypt, I mean, let's spiritualize it. If you talk about Egypt, God had manifested himself every step of the way. He became a cloud by day to, 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 to shield them from the enemy. He became the fire by night to show them their way. Isn't that amazing? Oh, man. So, so, so you can't go wrong. You, 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 you can't go wrong. Either you're, either you're staying in Egypt and be a slave. Or you gonna follow God and trust Him every step of the way? You, you said something, and I'm not lying. Leading me into my next oh, wow. question, but you know, you were saying how you know what kind of a friend are you if you're comfortable with um, me watching TV and not saying anything? And you know, when this pandemic started, you know, obviously we couldn't record, so we did a. Uh, Instagram live session yeah and you said one thing that's so profound that hit me so hard that it, I actually did something about it but you said come out of this lockdown better come out of this uh, lockdown wiser maybe it's thinner but don't come out of it the same and that statement hit me hard you know those pandemic pounds kind of yeah, <laughs> they crept up yeah they crept up on me and 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 so I started to make some changes and definitely lost some of those pandemic pounds but also uh, it, it made me uh, focus on my prayer life that much more just because I couldn't come to church doesn't mean I couldn't be connected to God right yeah. just because I couldn't meet at a gathering place I was still uh, able to connect in 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 my living room with the spirit and God began to really work on me and mold me yeah well 
Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, I mean, I can't wait for your testimony and see. I mean, because the thing is, take the limits off of God. I mean, I mean, He don't have no boundaries. I mean, we are limited, but God is unlimited. I mean, it's like I learned how to take the limits off of God. Yeah, I've seen let God manifest Himself, and then what's going to happen is going to happen. What's going to be will be. And what he's going to do, he's going to do. And then sometimes we think we guiding God by our prayers. Right. No, before before my father met my mother, God already knew that I was coming. And today, what, the 9th of October, he already knew that this day, this would happen. This is not nothing new to God. I mean, and then, and then prayer and devotion, and because of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, it gives you insight mm-hmm. what to come. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see, the thing is, if we stop trying to be like the world and just be you, God will show you things to come. You know, right. if not just for the world, just for you. I think we, I really believe that, I really believe that and this new generation had learned it is self-care. Once we spend some time with ourselves, God can remove some stuff. God can heal some things. And then we can hear very clear. I ain't, I ain't trying to get a word from the church. I'm just trying to get a word for myself. How many times we read the Bible just to preach? But do you read the Bible just for your own personal devotion? Yeah. You know, it's been time that I've been reading the Bible just to get a word. Ooh, I'm going to say this. Boom, 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 boom. You know, okay, I'm going to say that. This is going to get a reaction. They're going to get a reaction. (laughs) Not getting a word from myself. The best message is preaching out of your pain, preaching your own deliverance. That's where where the word comes from. And because everybody's preaching now, so the question is, what will stand you out? Yeah. The only thing will stand you out is your testimony. Amen. We got a lot of Instagram preachers, don't we? We got oh man, man, everybody <laughs> preaching, everybody preaching, everybody preaching, but 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 <laughs> everybody preaching, and it's okay. Mute, yeah. mute, yeah, mute, yeah, mute, yeah, mute. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it's it's okay, but I just don't want you to tell me what you think I want to hear. Right. But 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 tell me something for myself, you know, because everybody is prophesying, so nobody didn't see this coming. Mm. 20 remember 2020 vision 2020 is coming yeah yeah yeah. what's your five-year vision you know 20 what 2015 everybody was making five-year vision nobody had prophesied this so so away with the foolishness now you know what i'm saying we older enough to say away with with the foolishness now you know so so now this tell you that we need to trust god on a daily basis and 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 it's okay to say okay i missed the mark on this one amen (laughs) Edwin, what does God's grace mean to you? Man, look, if you get me a mirror, I'm just going to point it at myself. His grace is like, it's, 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 it, it, ooh, that's a praise all by itself. His, yeah. his, his, his grace is, is more than a second chance. His grace is more than covering. His grace is more than understanding. His grace is more than fathering you. You know, his 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 grace is his love. Mm. And God know how to cover 
God knows how to spank. God know how to correct. And God know how to protect. And we all can, we all experience his grace. Just for us talking yes. is his grace. Yes. You know, and, and, and it, 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 it is, it is God smeared upon our life that we can't figure out how you allow that person to die, but your grace saves me. Mm. How you allow this person to get sick, but it was your grace. Because we did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. and then you, his grace, there's no one word. It, it's, 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 it's like favor. It, it is his smear. I don't know why you love me, but I'm glad that you you do, and that's that's is nothing, and that's humbling. When when I look at all of the 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 killing, and I'm still walking around, it's His grace. It's not because I'm innocent, and and just they say being black, you your chances of dying is triple, and I'm 47. That's his grace. I, I it, it's, it's not that I'm innocent now. Hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be truthful, it's yeah. not that I'm innocent. It, it's, 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 he found it so much more to keep me here. That's, that's humbling. That's, it's so scary that it's humbling. I can't figure it out. It, I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. Just now, just... Just for us not to catch, just because we didn't catch the virus, because we was not laying in ICU with a ventilator, that's his grace. Yeah. When they sent it airborne. Yeah. It is it's nothing that I did right because I went to Target like everybody else. I hugged people when 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 I wasn't supposed to, but it's just it's 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 humbling. Yes, it is. Yeah, and that's you know that's what greets me to me. I've got tears in my eyes now. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, two people here together talking about what God has done for us, and we could have been canceled out a long time ago. Very much so. You know, um, car accident, life, you know, our upbringing, and yet the very fact that we're sitting here discussing attempting to describe how good God is mm -hmm. is grace it's 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 it's, it's, it's grace sprinkled with mercy sprinkle it's just it's grace it's it is his hand it's his his it's, it's his hand and and it's amazing yeah that you can't preach that mm. you, you I can preach it but 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 no that's something you understand in your meditation your devotion hour with god Amen. you will under you will never know how much he loved you you will never know how much he protected you in spite of it all in spite of it all or, yeah you 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 don't know you you don't know you 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 don't know you don't know the enemy who's after you isn't that something like, like for example, like uh, yesterday, 
um, um, the governor of uh, Michigan. They was about to kidnap her. That's right. She didn't know anything about it. But Grace had protected her. Isn't that something that that you don't know the enemy that is that is aimed against you? Everybody's not your friend. The unknown. The unknown. And God protection intervene in the midst of of in time just 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 capture them. And just think about the enemy that out to get you because whenever you walking it's friction yeah. and everybody's not happy for you you go on youtube now you can hear the best message and and everybody liking it and then got like four people disliking it come on man this is a good message but again you know everyone has their opinion so Edwin, uh, in our last episode, I'm not sure if you remember, but you you uh, so eloquently said, um, we're talking about different things, but you said, accept it. Whatever you're going through, accept it. Why is acceptance so important? Because that become a part of your DNA. And that's a part of your anointing. Yeah. Until we can accept what we have, we going through, or gone through, you would never understand your anointing and God purpose for you. Yeah, you would never understand it. You would be just another, whatever you want to call yourself, another preacher. Why? Because like you may reference in a joking way, but everybody preaching now on yeah. Facebook. Right. But what separate? you from them yeah what would shine you outside of them is what you accept what you talk about is your vulnerability is your tragedies is your is your hardship yeah it's not always your victories but it's what you had to go through you know that's like that's like you know in in this church you know a five-year-old boy who who been in church who seen Bishop Jones and try to duplicate him. Oh, it's cute. You know, we clout. But he can't be my pastor. <laughs> Cause because I got some stuff as a forty seven year old man that he have not experienced. You can't tell me about the IRS <laughs> cause you don't understand about working you know you don't understand taxes you know what I'm saying? you can't tell me he will keep you when you don't want to be kept when when you live in a bump bed you know what i'm saying yeah so 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 your vulnerability and your and all of your life experiences is meant to help somebody else and that is your anointing. Man. Just to have a conversation with someone like my peer is wonderful because now I'm gonna ask you, how did you do that? Yeah. How I mean I mean, you know, it's vulnerability, but now we are taught to be closed. But in order for me to grow, I need you to be vulnerable. And in order for you to grow, I need to be vulnerable to you. Man. I mean I mean if you judge, 
then then I have surpassed <laughs> the growth of our relationship because where God is taking me, I need someone to talk to me on the level that I'm going. I ain't just talking about what type of rims you got on your car. <laughs> I mean, that's 18 years old, you know? Yeah. I'm talking about what type of house insurance you got. You know, state forms or or, or all state. You know, you know, those is conversation. It's maturity. Right. You know, now, you know <laughs> you know, what what do I do in this matter? You know? So so stuff like that. In that same episode you you <laughs> were speaking to me and you told me to follow the hand of God. Yeah. Wherever the spirit of God is leading you, follow it. Why do we fear sometimes following God? We were talking about the boat. Yeah, because we're scared to isolate ourselves. You're different. Okay, what do you mean by isolating? When God called you, he called you. Yeah. He didn't call your army around you. Yeah. And sometimes God will always isolate you to bless you. Mm. Because have you ever been on a date? I'm single now. So have you ever been on a date and you had, in the midst of the day, you bored? Oh. Have you been on a date and then then and then you just start checking your phone because you're bored? Because now there's you not intriguing my mind. So, so with God, <laughs> with, with God, He will bring you out, and then now you got to trust Him, right. and then you follow Him. Then everything you need, whatever you need. Is beyond your is over your fear. Everything you need, everything you master this level. Yeah. Right. Right. And 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 everything you need is the breaking point of your fear. Meaning that God will use a DM to bless you. We'll leave that alone. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So 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 the thing is there, but it's that first. It's the first. Um, that first fear, that first hurdle that you gotta right. get over. Right. So, so when you, when you, for those who, who, who might now beginning to practice this, I said meditate for an hour every day. Hmm. Then, then you put your own time frame to it, and develop that relationship with God outside of church. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you have your private devotion time with God by yourself outside of a Wednesday or a Sunday. I'm talking about like a random Tuesday. Well, whenever right. you know, you whatever time you pick the time, and you commit for that that period of time. You know, wake up an hour early, go to bed an hour late, whatever. Commit yourself to that time. When you commit yourself to that time, you are developing that relationship. And as strong as the relationship is, it, you won't be fearful to follow that that spirit of God. Yeah. That's like when you become in love. It don't start off with love. It's called. It start off with friendship. Friendship become love when you spend more time. God become more thicker, powerful when you spend more time, right? Mm -hmm. And then and then now I love to hear somebody say, I married my best friend. So when did so when did y'all become best friends? <laughs> because we spent time. Yeah. I was talking to an ex randomly. Okay. <laughs> I was talking to Lord have mercy. I was talking to I was talking to the ex. You know, quarantine got everybody feeling 
but 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 this particular ex, um, she said, um, "I'm starting my own business, so I I want you to, to buy my product." Okay, so I I said okay, so I forgot to pay for it. So she called and said, um, "Hello, Mr. Perry." I said, "Oh, I owe you some money." And then she said, "You owe me two kids and a ring too." <laughs> But the thing is, <laughs> oh, I lost my throat. But the thing is, when, but, but, and then, and then I said, we had some good moments, some memories. Right. So with, so, so, so for her to say that, right, we have history together. Follow what I'm saying. Yeah. We have history together. Yeah. And because we have history together, we have moments together. And what God wants us to have with him is moments outside of a Sunday morning atmosphere. Yeah. And then you can say, I married my best friend. Now, when God tells you to do something, you're not questioning it because I know my sheep know my voice. And that's the relationship. Hmm. If that makes sense. No, it makes it definitely makes a lot of sense. I tell you another one, and then and then I want to pre. I had a dog I gave away. When I saw the dog again, the dog remembered me, and loved only be and lift all my face because <laughs> the dog remember the history we had together. Right. Mm. And that's what God want. He want history with you. We're mm. gonna be. I got a few more questions, okay. and we'll be uh, wrapping up. <laughs> so it's kind of a different different right. avenue here, but. If there's one thing in the church that you could change, what would it be? One thing in the church that I would change. Or could change. Could change. As a whole, right? Yeah. Something that you feel sometimes it could be a detriment to somebody's um, walk. or You've seen a lot. I would um Man, <laughs> I will. Hmm. <laughs> oh, a lot of stuff. Um, I would just say, be honest. Yeah. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. And as much grace that you give yourself, give it to another person. Yeah. Be honest. And what's your intent? Yep. And is your intent is based upon your content? Let's go for the preachers. Your intent is based upon is your intent and based upon your content? Meaning that if I tell you this, I'm gonna get this? Or is this true from the word of God? Come on. You know, so so what's your intent? Yeah. If this wasn't a harvest, would you still be telling me what you're telling me? Have you still, would you still be committed as you committed? You know, can you volunteer what we pay you for? You know, what's your intent? Right. You know, you just be honest. <laughs> you just be honest. Tell the people, okay, you know, is God really real to you? You know, tell me some scriptures, you know, outside of your preaching, you know, and then for for the members, for a lay member, you as more powerful than a preacher. You know, mm. you you as much powerful than the preacher because it's the same Bible. 
If yeah. if if we are his mouthpiece, yes. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Faith come by hearing. You gotta hear it. You can read it and hear yourself read the word. And that's your faith. Your faith is in God, not in upon a proper name. Right. Wow. I, I mean, and that's what I say. You are you what you what you need is on your knees in prayer. And that's that history moments with God. That's you know, because in order for me to say I know what he can do. I had to been through some stuff. I had to learn him. He said, uh, um, uh, "My yoke is easy, my burden is light." Or take my my yoke and learn of me, right? Right. Know that I'm me. Know that my burden is 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 light. You know, when you are in the midst of some difficult time, you it's hard to learn when um, you low. You oh, know, yeah. but now you learn throughout the course of your life. So now when a storm hit, I can be content in my faith because I know he would never leave me nor forsake me. How he gonna bring me out? I really don't know. But one thing I do know, if I woke up today, he have not forgot about me. Come on. <laughs> my last question to you is, if you had one opportunity to tell someone about Jesus, what would it be? If I had one opportunity, just one time, one time, what would it be that you would say to them? What would I say to them? Hmm. And this is just a. It could be a, a, someone that doesn't go to church. I. I will hug them. I will hug them, and, and then I will hug them tight. And from there, God will begin to reveal their pain. Mm. And then I will begin to minister to them upon the pain, upon their pain that I'm feeling that is inside their heart. And then I will minister into their heart because each case is totally different because I will hug them so tight until I feel where where they gave up on their belief system in God. Because oh, I believe 2020, everybody heard something about God. There's yep. no one in this world have not heard anything, in America, have not heard anything about God. Mm. So, so, so that might change depending upon the person. You just, you just, Embodied mercy, <laughs> and Jesus's mercy. Yeah, mercy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, that, that's what. And then, and then I hope somebody will do the same for me too. Nah. You know, because everybody might need to hear something totally different mm. with Some, the same Bible. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> Isn't that something? That's amazing. Some final words from Elder Edwin Perry. This was deep. <laughs> this, this, this was deep, but it's good. I just, 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 we are living in a time we grown now and everyone might be on a different faith level. And I won't say I pray this, this podcast was a blessing. I would say, I know this podcast was a blessing because, because we both share our personal experiences right. and I believe that 
God would not allow us to go through anything just for nothing. Right. So, so I learned that whatever situation, circumstances that I'm going through is not because he doesn't love me. It's because he's preparing me to minister to someone who would I make contact with. And making contact is not just in the four walls of the church. Contact might be at Cheryl's gas station, mm-hmm. might be at AMPM, might just be on a random day. And all of the questions that you asked, I don't even have my Bible. I didn't know nothing what you was going to ask. Mm-hmm. So it had to come outside, out of my spirit. Right. And that's what God wants to do with, with us. He is equipping us to be a minister of him. That that when you run across a, a, a hurt soul, that you don't have to go to your, your notes you wrote 10 years ago. It's coming out from within. And because of your personal relationship with God, I think we got away from the, the things, that the feel-good things. Now I need substance. Yeah. Because we are living in a generation where they say, when? You can't say God is going to bless me because they're going to say when. And what's your reasonable answer? Mm. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. you can't just say run to the altar and leave your altar. I mean your money because they 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 gonna say they gonna inbox you preacher and say when. You know what's your reasonable answer now? So 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 now we can't hide behind the pulpit now because everybody got Instagram, Facebook, DM, and and because you said it when the preacher came some years ago. I don't know if you was here that night. Uh, preacher came and said, I'm going to be the next Bill Gates. Oh, I fell out. Oh, I fell out in the Holy Ghost. Bishop Jones, like, you know, you know, always sick next to me. So he started kicking me now. I'm laying on the floor. He's kicking me. Boy, wake up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because, because it's not just going to, I'm not just going to wake up and be a millionaire. Yeah. But a billionaire, because Bill Gates is right. a billion. So, but I believe that okay, the prophecy still come coming to pass. I, I believe that. I still believe that somebody randomly, but it just might be the ideal that he's gonna give you. It just might be the creativity, you know. So the thing is, what you sitting on now? What ideal that God is sitting on you? What God had placed in you that you sitting on because you're scared to be different? Um, so, so it haven't happened yet, but, oh, it was a prophecy. Oh, the church went, the whole church went crazy. But now, but I saw him some uh, last year and say, when, Reverend, when is it going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now, so now I take the word, but when, and then I'm learning that prophet speak when there was a lack of a voice from God, I have a relationship with God. So I don't need no mediator now. You know, I can talk to God myself and he can talk to me too, but when? So the thing is, build your relationship with God to the point where when you hear his word, hear his voice, you know it's him. Follow the light. Where the light is so dim. Hmm. So make that light so strong within inside of you that you can see it. 
that you can sit down and say, that's not going to work. My grandmother, my mother, would, would I bring a girl over? They say, oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> you don't even know her. <laughs> because, because maturity and wisdom would say, oh, okay, that's, that's going to waste your time. And then as you look at your life, you would say, oh, that's not going to work. I've been there, done there, mm-hmm. you, and done that right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and then... And then you can help someone who's in their teenage year because you've been there. So I need your experience. Yeah. You know, I need people experience around the world because it can save me from going to jail. It might can save me from getting into a situation where I might not get out of because of because of your testimony too. So so my last words is just 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 allow God to minister to you. Yeah. And be truthful. And don't hide behind the dark cloud. Yeah. And don't let your flesh be the reason why you don't move. Because the more you yield yourself to God, it will control your flesh. Mm. So, so your flesh is out of control probably because your, your private devotion time with God is, is running on eat. Mm. So... Elder Edwin Perry, yeah. friend and mentor, you have been such a blessing to my life. You have spoken life to me today, and I know that when they listen to this episode, they are going to be blessed and um, touched by everything that has been spoken. And I'm honored to have you. Thank you for your availability. Oh, thank you for and allowing me to share, and and, I, and you blessed me today. You 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 said some stuff that I took some notes inside my head, some mental notes that Amen. I'm going to uh, meditate on. Amen. And you're a friend of the podcast, right? Very much you're, so. You're a friend of the podcast. I'm, I'm a friend of... Every season that we have, you are always going to be on. Oh, thank you so much. And, thank um, you, thank you. You you have just been a tremendous help and a and a, a, a strong uh, strong leader, and I really uh, admire you and look up to you, and you you, you definitely inspire me. And so I just want to ask you if you can just bless the people as we finish out this episode. Sure. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come and we simply say thank you. God, we thank you for all things. We thank you just for being kind to us, your faithfulness, your, your, your grace and your mercy. And God, for those who will view this today, tomorrow, years to come, God, they might be going through their lowest point of their life. And God, we pray that this began to minister to them. And God, they leap to faith and to hope, God. God, we ask you even right now, God, to make their situation uncomfortable, God, that they will learn more of you. God, we pray, God, that God, you you give them the confidence that they need, God, to understand that they are peculiar. And God, they are walking in greatness, God. The vision, God, they that they keep seeing, God, when no picture is on the television, God. Let them, God, begin to work upon it, Lord God. God, God, we ask you even right now, God, to remove the anxiety, God. We pray, God, that God, you give them patience with themselves, Lord God. God, we rebuke every situation that is none like you, Lord God. 
We rebuke nervousness, Lord God. We rebuke anxiety, God. We rebuke anxious, God. Oh, God, and give them patience, God. God, give them patience with themselves, God. God, let them develop a deeper relationship with you. And we will give your name the praise, God. And God, we're going to begin to testify of your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.